The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Like the JBuds Mini, the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. Fits on your keychain. Perfect for on the go. They come in five amazing colors. Or the JBuds Air Sport. True wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, are sweatproof, and have be aware mode that allow you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. With over 44 hours of playtime, they help you conquer the hardest workouts. Use the code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. The Volume. What up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, presented by FanDuel, your new favorite college football podcast. But I'm here to talk NFL because it is playoff time and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. Trust me, I would know. I've been handing out losing bets all year long on FanDuel, and what I've learned is, look, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use, okay? They have a ton of great offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you do win, you get paid fast. And the best part is you can really play however you want to play. And I, and I mean that quite literally. If you love futures, those are there for you. If you love to parlay multiple games, that's there for you. If you like same game parlays because you just want to watch one primetime game with a lot of action, a lot of juice, uh, spread, money line over, unders, totals, player props, everything, live betting. You get to the game late and you want to, it's all there for you on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. So, Try out the same game Parlay Plus while you're there and download FanDuel now, which is now live in Ohio. That's right. If you are signing up for the first time, use the promo code SNAPS for great deals. And what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Yo, what's happening, everyone? What's going on, man? Welcome into a brand new edition of Snaps. Hopefully, your favorite college football podcast. Maybe you're just listening for the first time. Uh, welcome. We are very happy to have you here. I don't give you a listen on Apple, Spotify, uh, whatever. If you're watching on YouTube, we're here on the Volume Sports YouTube channel every single day. YouTube.com slash the volume. Hit the like button, subscribe, rate, review wherever you get your pods. And, uh, well, we're very happy to be here. We love doing this show. We love talking about college football. And if you're a college football nerd, we believe that you're going to love it as well. Um, I am one of your hosts, T-Bob Hebert, um, former LSU uh, offensive lineman, all SEC honorable mention. Uh, thank you very much. Coaches team, Aaron, not media. Never forget. And then we have this other guy, uh, Aaron Murray. He's been all he was pretty good in college. He's all right. 
couple SEC records to his name, you know, for, for how long, nobody knows. Probably not too much longer, though with the coaching change, maybe. Um, Aaron Murray, QB1, what's up? Are you still yelling at your wife about now not toasting your pub sub? <clears throat> It's just it's it's a little bit concerning. Like who doesn't toast a pub sub? Like when you get to the line and you're going through mm. and you have the option, who doesn't say, Yes, I want to go toast this sub? So I don't a like all my sub toasted. You don't. I get a See, cold like, cut. Like, I, get I don't a cold do cut Jimmy John's every day. Now. Yeah, but if you had the option, if you're a I wouldn't know the option the to mm. I did I did make her feel better though. I didn't get mad at her, but I was a little, you know, I, I like really? I said it does make you appreciate it when it is toasted. So the next time I do go to Publix and get a post-toasted sub, it will taste that much sweeter knowing that I had to go through the tough time of eating a uh, sub from Publix that wasn't toasted. What is the so. definition of gaslighting for 500, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do like the really technique. As someone who's been in a very long relationship uh, for over half my life now, um, sometimes yeah directly attacking is not the best you do what my sister does my sister loves uh to do this uh i'm just confused you know i'm just confused you know i i just, I just don't get it like I, I just don't you know i'm not mad i'm just confused like why don't you toast up i don't get it what's up like i mean really like i mean i, I figure you, you go to Publix, you get the sub they offer you toast, like you get toast. like i just look you know i don't understand maybe you can explain it to me i don't know whatever hey toast toast a sub next time okay toast a damn sub. Now, yeah, I don't want, I don't want don't cold cheese. Eric I want the Weiss. cheese melted, melted on top of the turkey. Just and, not, and for those that don't cold. know, Aaron's wife, the, the woman that he is yelling at, is not only stunningly good looking immediately after having two children, but is also a <laughs> lawyer. Okay, so relax there, uh, Aaron Murray. Uh, I know I should. I, I don't think, see, so slide. I kind of disagree with the premise of this chat question. Um, Brum, Brum, if you're listening on podcast said, should, should subs be toasted or untoasted? Different subs require different things, different cravings require, like sometimes you crave a toasted sub, sometimes you crave a cold cut. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's all just cut and dry one and way. Uh, y'all remember, y'all remember the old Quiznos commercials? I got a random Quiznos nostalgic rabbit hole the other day and I was watching the commercials of the two little rats and they're like, we tossed the sobs. Does anybody have any idea what I'm talking about here? <laughs> no, 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 nothing. No. Brum, do you know we're normal? You normally get what I'm putting down. Do you know what I'm talking about? Here? Uh, normally? Yes. This is not one of those times. No. Okay. Can you look up then while we're prattling on about college football? Can you look up Quiznos? We toast the subs commercial and see if you think we could play it. Uh, cause I don't know if Quiznos exists anymore and no, it does. It, it does. It's phenomenal. Oh, it does. Okay. 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 My top uh, yeah. yeah. It's a wild commercial though. Whoever got paid to make it, I kind of love very like early two thousands internet-y. Um, all right. So topics on today's show and Hey, we know we love everybody hanging out in the chat. Thank you, JC. He says, I love the show. I love you, JC. I love you. Chow time, red and black dog. I Caleb Thomas dare Andy J um bludgeon broadcasting i love seeing new names in here man we got a bunch of the old favorites we got new names every day we're helping to grow and again if you want to help grow the show you can do a few things sign up fanduel sports we got promo code snaps and please 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 uh rate and review it wherever you listen to your pods all right so to get today should stetson bennett have his number retired and brum i uh i have found you a a gift 
Okay. I, I, I dove deep inside of Aaron Murray and uh, we oh, have crafted a take there. that I that I think you are going to thoroughly enjoy, Brum, and it involves Stetson Bennett and Will Levis. Uh, we are also going to talk about how Lane Kiffin's basically out here channeling the old early 2000s video game meme, all your quarterbacks are belong to us, as yet another big-time transfer quarterback has chosen to take his talents to Oxford, this time um, with the help of the guidance of God, apparently, from his tweet. And then we'll get into some of the top new assistant hires. These things are coming fast and heavy. I mean, we touched on Garrett Riley, but there's Pete Golden, Ole Miss. There's Brian Hartley, I know, C at Ohio State. Kendall Browse, TCU. Now Dan Enos to Arkansas, the latest. We're going to shout out. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of it today. Shout out to you as well, Darth Janus. Just saw you in there, my friend. Um. Yes, here it is. Can you play this with audio, bro? <laughs> look, at, look at this thing, dude. This is you yelling at Sharon about toasting your sub. Toast right my here. sub. Toast tasty. You can't because oh that toast is just... it's it's really dumb. It's really yeah, my bro, son saw you're this the one always yelling at us. Brum, you're the one always yelling at us about this is mainly an audio medium, and you have the the what sort of the audacity to play that commercial mm. without sound. i know that's on me I'm, I'm working on that now mm. okay let me know when you have the sound all right let's let's get to what are our favorite topic of this early snaps off season has been and that's yeah. the diminutive hard-hearted little man himself mr stetson bennett <laughs> um, uh, and the question <laughs> and the question now is uh well we got the stetson levis take but should Stetson Bennett have his number retired? And to start this conversation, Aaron, I will lean on you and the rest of Bulldog Nation who likes to hang out here in the chat. Yep. Um, who are the good number 13s in Georgia history? Because, like, that's key in any Jersey yeah. retirement situation. Is there an elite? Like, Champ Bailey didn't wear a 13, did he? No. No, 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 no. Okay. All right, so okay. these are the numbers that just – that's just little Georgia history here. I actually had to look this up, too. The numbers that are retired at the University of Georgia, uh, number 21, Frank Sinkwich, number 34, Herschel Walker, number 40, Theron Stapp, Sapp, excuse me, and then number 62, Charlie Trippy. So there's four. There have been four all-time greats. You get your number retired. That is that is um, pretty badass. Question. Question. Yes. Are, like, none of those players are from the modern era. No. Like, despite a lot of good that. Georgia football, right? Like, I don't recognize so any 19, of those names. Sinkwich was 1943. Herschel was the, the the most recent, 85. Uh, Sap was 59, and then Trippy was 1947. So it's been a minute since a, a number has been retired. So, second question. Obviously, it, sorry. Yes. Go, go, Are go all ahead, of those ahead. people tied to national championship teams? Uh, all right. Let me give you a little bio. Sinkwich became Georgia's first Heisman Trophy winner in 19. 42. Okay. He led Georgia to 11 1 record and scored, uh, won the Rose Bowl. He is an All American. Uh, do, 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 do. The Heisman explains that. We don't even need to go past Heisman. Yeah. We Charlie know uh, was a uh, unanimous All American selection, Maxwell Award winner. So there you go. Okay. Team captain. They went undefeated. So yeah, I, you pretty much have to win a major award or win a national championship in order to get it retired. So Stetson was up for the Heisman, didn't win it. Stetson won two natties, which no one else has ever done in Georgia history, won an SC championship. So by criteria wise, 
and the position he plays and the stats that he put up, I would say, yes, Stetson probably should get that number 13 retired. Um, mm. and, and we all know how I feel about getting not only the number retired, but a possible statue outside the stadium as well. So go big. Why not go big? Go big for the greatest story in Georgia history. If you're going to do it, do it right. You know, I mean, Josh Brooks, the man led you to two natties. The, the, it's one of the greatest. I mean, it's literally the greatest story since. Uh, what's the movie? Baker what's Mayfield? Movie? No, not Baker. Rudy? I mean, he was a former was walk on that won the Heisman, dude. What are you talking about? It's true. It's true. Dude, Rudy. It's the best, it's Rudy, the best story Baker since Baker Mayfield is a significantly better story than Rudy. Like, I love Rudy. Uh, I've actually hung out with uh, the real Rudy uh, Rudiger multiple times through some random walk ons connections. Like, I, 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 I like Rudy in real life. I like the Rudy movie. But Baker and Stetson's story smashes Rudy. Stetson's a former walk-on that, excuse me, uh, Baker's former walk-on that went to on to win the Heisman and and made a playoff and made a Final Four, right? Like Stetson, a former walk-on who had the number one pick in the draft. We all know the story. Why don't we get Baker? Yeah, and number one. What's the big difference? Um, like what? What is the big difference? Like why isn't Baker's story as loved? Well, because Stetson won the championships. Stetson won the championship. Yeah, but Baker won a Heisman. And, 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 and that's what it comes down to. No, he I know. I know, but it doesn't matter. Championships rule over everything Baker's in American dead. sports. Yeah. And well, what? Well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Okay, well, Stetson, Stetson's going down the path. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's getting pretty hard himself. Yeah. Um. Now, Aaron, but but let's unpack See, I never thought Baker a was bit. a dick. I thought, I, like, I thought Baker was a little bit childish with some of his antics like grabbing his crotch and so like i never felt like he was vicious to his fans or teammates or media members it was just more like he was a competitor and he was ruthless on the field to his opponents like i i don't know if i consider that him being a dick i just think he's an extreme competitor yeah i look i got no problem with baker the only thing that this yeah, me about baker great. is I was always a hardcore believer that Baker was going to be badass in the NFL, and it just really fell apart very quickly. Like, he still was good. Like, he was an above-average quarterback two years ago, and I don't know if it was the shoulder injuries or what, but, like, it just – it's all – I don't know. He played well this now, year Aaron, for the Rams. He did play he did. well this that year for fair. the Rams. He did. He did. And if the NFL has taught us anything, and this, will, this does carry over to college, if the NFL has taught us anything this season, Aaron, it is the impact of situation when evaluating players, especially players at the quarterback position, right? Look at look at what some coaching changes have been able to create in quarterbacks that we did not believe in, right? I mean, look at freaking Trevor Lawrence, dude. Go from the joke of the the, the Urban Meyer joke to a legit great NFL coach in Doug Peterson, yeah. and look at what it's done for Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. Like, look at yeah. uh, Tua Tagovailoa and Mike McDaniel. McDaniel coming in there understanding a bit more of how Tungvaloa ticks, how to how to get the most out of him. Like, setting really matters. So maybe there's hope left for Baker yet. It's also one of the reasons why Stetson is so good, right? I mean, yeah. look, Stetson was awesome in those games. But, Aaron, would you have two national championships if you played on these Georgia Bulldog teams? Uh, I guess I have to answer that with a smile. <laughs> Cause they are good to us. 
Quiznos new Santa Fe trio subs with smoky chipotle sauce. Try chicken, roast beef, or smoked turkey. Quiznos. Toast. Oh, I forgot about the pepper bar, dude. The pepper bar was one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. Who got, who got oh. how much did the person get paid that made that from? I mean, that's like hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm sure, right? Like, that's expensive. That was a national commercial. That's all the thing. It's like probably took them days to edit. That would now take you could probably do in 45 minutes on some app. Yeah, somebody could do that on TikTok. Like, 100% could rip that up. Oh, okay. Another great example of setting uh, Geno Smith. Right, yeah. Gino Smith. Bro, I appreciate you you, you you coming in without me having to answer that question. By the way, yeah, so you saved you. him. You saved him. You saved. Him. Yeah. That was good timing. And then see him. That's why I'm letting it go. Um, I think I know you can't answer it. I think you would have won two national championships. Okay, I think it's. I, I'm I'm not taking away from Stetson, but no, 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 no. You're playing on the best team in college. Okay, and so you did your job. You did your job, and then some, and then some. But still, I think you were certainly capable of doing that. I'm not saying anybody is. Saying you were, what, what's but again, your thoughts? Steady I mean, matters you, you, as an outsider. As an outsider, yeah. though, should he get his well number retired? So here's where it gets interesting. When I asked you that question, Aaron, you are the John the Baptist for Stetson Bennett, right? I mean, we've talked I about am. this. You've been clearing the pathway, talking about how he's the best player in Georgia history, all of these things, and yet. Just now, if we play the tape, when I asked you about a Jersey retirement, there was no conviction in your voice. Like, like for someone who just a couple of weeks ago was pounding your chest about how this man needs a statue immediately, best player in Georgia history, for some reason, it seems like you feel a Jersey retirement might be a step too far. And I'm wondering why Do you want is. me to just start jumping up and down? Do you want me to start jumping up and down and, and screaming and yelling and playing the, uh, the, the jamboree? I don't know. You said yes, maybe. He deserves You said it. maybe. No. You said maybe. No, I didn't say maybe. I did not say maybe. Yeah, you we'll have to run it back. Mm -hmm. Yes, he should. I will be more definitive now in my answer. Yes, Stetson Bennett should get a jersey retired, a statue, a movie, a mm. documentary, um, maybe a building named after him, definitely a street. There should be a, a Bennett Road oh, here we go. somewhere around the stadium. Like I said, it. I, what I said, I said, Josh Brooks, go big. Go big. Do everything you possibly can for the guy that helped me lead you to two back-to-back you know, -back national championships. So, yes, this is the docket. First, I think okay. you, you ease your way into it. Uh, Stetson Bennett Drive. <laughs> Boom. Easy done. It's the first thing that needs to get done. We make a street after him somewhere in Athens. All right. That's the first step. Second step is... Aaron is reading off of a giant whiteboard that he has prepared called the Stetson <laughs> system. From you yeah, were asking about the Stetson system. Then we're doing a number, and then we're system. doing a, a, a statue. A plan. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then... So, street. So street number retirement statue okay. and then you have to wait okay. 10 years you have to then you get into the ring of honor so 10 years down the line ring of honor um okay. and then maybe down the line somewhere you name a building after him that's 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 you know 15 20 years if they don't win another natty in 15 years then we consider naming a building after him so i agree that anytime a team wins back-to-back -back championships the best player probably deserves to have his jersey retired is there a player in this two-year run that has meant more to Georgia than Stetson Bennett? Have there, so that's that's the interesting question. This is always this is when we always get back to like who is considered the greatest. Like, were there more talented players on the roster these past two years? 
Yes, Brock Bowers. I is said more mint talented. more yes. though. I didn't say talented. I said mint no, 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 no. More. I'm saying that, that, but this is the conversation people have. Like there are more talented guys, but there hasn't been someone who has consistently made a difference. Like Georgia has won games without Brock Bowers playing big time football. I mean, go back to go to the Ohio State game. Brock had a good game, not a great game. Um, Jalen had been hurt for for a good majority of the season. You know. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like the big games in which Georgia needed to win, even dating back to last season, Stetson was the one of the main reasons why, if not the main reason why they won it. Like there's a reason why he was a four-time MVP in the playoffs. So, like, yes, if 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 you know Stetson wasn't there for those four playoff games, does is Georgia the better team? Yes, do they win, you know, most likely, but it's not as definitive as you know, the, the guy that everyone knows when the ball's in his hands in the fourth quarter is going to find a way to lead us down the field and score that last that, that last second touchdown. So, yes, sure. I, I don't think there is anyone that has meant more to Georgia during these last two years in order to get those championships. All right. Then even as an outsider, uh, I agree with uh, Dar- Dar- Domier the Dragon. Uh, retire the jersey, easy, moving along. Um, yep. Moving along, Jay Kester, LSU great former All-American, texted me and said, I think our boy Aaron is one truly or one seltzers, one something away from um, declaring that Stetson Bennett will be a better quarterback than Will Levis. Uh, I brought this up to you, Aaron Murray, and you have a take. You have a take. How do you think Stetson Bennett compares to Will Levis as an NFL prospect? So Will is is will may be the most talented quarterback in this draft like there's no doubt about it it's just to me that the talent has not shown if you want to hear my reasons why make sure you go listen to our show from yesterday i believe or maybe yeah it was a good video on that so um i kind of go into depth of of why why if you haven't seen it in college why do you expect to see it because of all the talent around him essentially so um not saying that stetson's going to get drafted higher obviously not saying stetson's more talented but when you look at first-round quarterbacks, and this is why I'm nervous about Will Levis, this is why I'm nervous about Anthony Richardson in this situation, is when you do get drafted in the first round, there is a level of expectation that you need to start in X amount of years, whether it's the first season or if not, you, you got to start by the second season. You have to hit these crazy stats. And if you don't do that, you're, you're a bust, you are labeled as a bust, and then you're kind of driven out of the league. Because, you know, people are going to bring you in to be a starter. If you're not a starter, then you're out. Where if you're brought in as a late-round guy and people view you as just a backup, you're not a threat to the quarterback who is starting at that, at that school, I keep saying school, at that NFL franchise, you can kind of stay behind the scenes. You know, Chase Daniel style. Chase has never been a real threat to their starting quarterback. Chase does a great job of, of, of doing the dirty work, the up. film study, the grinding, and, and, and just – helping the starter be prepared on Sunday. He's not a threat. And Chase has had one of the greatest careers of any quarterback. Like it is a dream what Chase has done in his career. And I think Stetson can do that. Stetson can go because of what he can do in the football field. He's he's a high football IQ. He can learn a playbook. He can go out there and have success. If the starter gets hurt, he can go out there and play. And he can bounce around because, he's once again, he's never going to be, in my opinion, a major threat to a quarterback because he wasn't a first-round pick. So that's mm. the difference. Like a starter, like EJ Maynard, for example, you play, you know, EJ, you know, maybe didn't hit expectations at Buffalo. He's out of the NFL now. 
the problem is because if he's labeled as his first round quarterback, if a team picks him up, it's automatically looked at as a quarterback competition because we just brought in this former yeah. first round pick. Yeah, so, yeah, no, no. So I, that I, all I, being I, said, I, I think at? Stetson will have a lo- I think Stetson will have a longer career than Will Levis. And there we go. Uh, okay, so I, I have one. I have, and we're not going to spend very long on this, but I do have a question on your theory then. Um, with what we've seen out of Stetson now, Stetson's got a lot more alpha energy than we give him credit for. Is he someone who oh, yeah. wants to play that yeah. Chase Daniel role? But is he someone that wants to play that Chase Daniel role? It's a very subservient role. I don't know if I it see is. Stetson accepting that. And more so than that, I wonder why it is that these first-round quarterbacks end up washing out league. Because now, again, I think of a guy like Geno Smith, and he is someone that was a first-round bust but then has stuck around and – now he's yeah, kind he of been given second life here at some point. So I, yeah, I, it's 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 interesting. Um, but yeah, there you go, Brum. Headline: Aaron Murray quote Stetson Bennett will have a longer NFL career than Will Levis. Don't give any context, okay? Because it's not what we do. We're looking for clicks. In fact, go ahead and make that the podcast title: Stetson greater than symbol Will Levis. Bam, done. <laughs> Pack it up, folks. All right, it's been a good snaps. Uh, we'll see y'all later. You have a great day. We, no, we, we uh, had our that's enough minutes. That's enough sets. We, we've our sets and quota for the week. From uh, one quarterback to uh, well, uh, a few quarterbacks. As um, again, I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with the old video game meme of all your base are belong to us. It comes from a you know, the early days of video games when we get them from Japan, right? And localization of the English language is a very, very funny thing. But basically right now, Lane Kippen's out here saying all your quarterbacks are belong to us. Come to Ole Miss as not only not content with getting the former five-star Walker Howard out of Baton Rouge into Oxford. Uh, the news breaks today that Spencer Sanders, Oklahoma State's quarterback, is now leaving and heading to Oxford. And this is not the lead, so we don't have to spend any time here. But side note, what the hell, Mike Gundy? What is going on in Stillwater? Just an awful offseason for Oklahoma. Literally all of your offensive starters, all your most productive guys are getting the hell up out of there. You got assistant coaches running away. Bad, bad vibes around Mike Gundy right now. Uh, but this Spencer Sanders thing is weird on so many different fronts, Aaron. Um, on one hand... Uh, from the Sanders deal, okay, he has one year of eligibility left. You are going to go to Ole Miss to be the starter. It tells me that Ole Miss is telling him he's going to be the starter. Jackson Dart had a statistically superior year than did Spencer Sanders. So it's yep. like, why is Ole Miss telling Sanders that he's going to be the starter over Dart? Why is Walker Howard leaving a situation at LSU that is now the exact same situation that he's walking into in Oxford? I mean, at LSU, he was behind two people, right? Jaden Daniels, Garrett Nussmile. Uh, Jaden Daniels, a fifth-year starter, um, going to be a fifth-year starter with one year of eligibility left. Well, Spencer Sanders, going to be a fifth-year starter with one year of eligibility mm-hmm. left. And then in Nuss and Dart, you have two backups uh, that 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 have multiple years in him. So, like, I don't understand why necessarily Ole Miss is just giving the job to Sanders, it looks like. I don't understand why Walker Howard went there, and I don't understand really what they think of Jackson Dart or what Jackson Dart ends up doing as he's already used his transfer to go from USC to Oxford. It's it's all very odd. First off, Lane, the, the, the master of the transfer portal should be getting 
defensive players because it was the defense that crapped the bed last year and cost them a lot of those games. Like, focus on that side of the football, not your quarterback. I, I Honestly, I'm a fan of Jackson Dart. Like, I thought Jackson Dart last year wasn't all-SEC all type guy, but I thought he was pretty good, especially with the situation he was put in. Let's not forget the first four games of the season was essentially a quarterback battle. It was going back and forth with him and Luke Altmaier of who's going to be the starter, you know, once they kind of got through their uh, preseason type schedule to start the season. So I thought he played well. His, 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 his abilities remind me a lot of what Matt Corral did the year before. He's a really good athlete, good arm, can make plays with his legs, ran the RPO, the zone read extremely well, can do different arm angles. And it was his first season. So I'm like, okay, like he played well year one. Give him the offseason, give him the confidence, give him the reps, give him, you know, the next seven months to know that, hey, man, we fully support you. We're going to give you every single thing you need in order to go out there and have success next year. And you kind of pulled the rug under from him. And and I don't think Walker Howard maybe was a, a threat. But, yes, bringing in Spencer Sanders is a major message because there is no way Spencer Sanders is coming to Ole Miss his last season not essentially being somewhat told that, yeah, we expect you to be our starter. Because why else would he transfer there? He has one more opportunity to play college football. So, and I love what you said, T-Bob. Like, look at the stats. It's not like he blew anyone out of the water last year. You go back to the year before, Spencer Sanders was a turnover machine for the majority of his career. Yeah. I don't think he's yeah. a better option at all. I would rather stick with a guy that last year had really good moments, played well, can get better, is younger, has two, three years left to keep maturing instead of just yeah. trying to get a flyer on, a, on a, I would say, an average quarterback in Spencer Sanders. So I know Lane knows the position. He knows the portal. Uh, but this one, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm, I, so I, I'm I saying to interpret it. Interpret it like, yeah, let's do our best to wrap our head around it then. Does this tell you that Jackson Dart is done? Because, okay, I so yeah, obviously it there's it a bit of a it, local. It there, like there's a local. Okay. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Yeah. It does. It has to. Like once again, like why, you know, why else would Spencer Sanders transfer to Ole Miss for his last season? Well, well, and, um, and sorry, I don't mean done starting. I mean even done at Ole Miss. Uh, well, he because, already used his transfer. He already used his. Free I know, goal. I know, I know. But I don't understand. But then again, so I guess th this story is a bit different for me because it does have a bit of a local tie. Obviously, Walker Howard. He's a Louisiana cat, five-star quarterback. He grew up a huge LSU fan. He was one of those recruits where it's like, you know, he's putting it on for the hometown. He's recruiting other players. So, like, people have invested all this ideas in who Walker Howard is eventually going to be for LSU. He leaves because he was multiple years away from seeing the field. Now he goes to Ole Miss. Like, is he still multiple years away? Yeah. Or does he immediately beat out Jackson Dart? Like, I don't know if there's any guarantee there until it becomes odd. It's like, well, how did Lane convince him to go? Um, what is the difference in going there? And, and, and make no mistake, oh, sorry, who's, who's the bigger knew. loser? Who's the bigger loser? Who's the bigger yeah. loser? Walker Howard or Jackson Dart in this whole situation? Well, that's the weirdest part about it. Jackson Dark had no agency here. Walker Howard knew Spencer Sanders was going to Ole Miss. We talked about it on a local podcast here last night at length that Spencer Sanders was going to be there. And 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 a guy that I co-host that show, it's going to T. Um, who's very plugged in the afternoon guy here in Louisiana. He talked to Jamie Howard Walker's dad for a while. And and he talked about how they knew Spencer Sanders was going to be there and they were cool with sitting for a year, but then they would start the next year. So it's like Jackson Dart is just being completely ignored. The idea coming out of that camp 
is that Ole Miss is moving on from Jackson Dart somehow, which I don't know how because, like you said, already used he already used his one-time transfer. I guess maybe he could apply for a hardship. But like, well, what happens care. if they, they all Ole get Miss doesn't plan. care if he can't transfer. Ole Miss doesn't care that he can't transfer. That's not that's not their priority. Their yes, priority it's not Ole Miss' problem. So, You're right. You're so right. If, yeah, it's You're not correct. Ole Miss' problem that he's kind of you know shit out of luck and he has to stay at Ole Miss or you know he, listen, he can't transfer. He just would have to sit out a year if he did want to go somewhere else. So. Um, but what did they promise Walker? What did they promise Walker Howard? They probably promised him, him one more year, then you're going to be our guy. And and listen, I, I, I've i said it before. Like, Lane Kiffin, to me, is one of the best uh, developers of the quarterback position out there. Like, I, if, I'm a, if I'm a quarterback coming out uh, right now, there's three spots that I would love to go to if, if I want to take my game to another level. Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss would be one of them. You know, another one would probably be going out to USC. Another one, you know, I really do like what Georgia does uh, in their offense. Those would be my top three. I'm going to Lane Kiffin. I'm going, you know, out to USC. I'm going to Georgia. Uh, there's top talent. There's great development, really good offenses. So, you know, I think he looked at it as like, okay, let me go learn a year from Lane Kiffin, you know, sit behind a guy that's played a lot of football. If he comes in there and craps the bed, then maybe I get an opportunity to play next year. But I just think the whole wild card in this thing is still is still Jackson Dart because, you know, I know Lane gets paid a lot more money than me to to judge quarterbacks, but it's hard for me to say that that he did not play well, and only and we're only giving him essentially three months to prove himself. Um, I just think it's a little bit unfair to the kid. But this is a you know a doggy dog world, man. If you don't if you don't if the expectations are are Matt Corral or bust, and you don't reach that expectation, then yeah, because of the portal, coaches can go out there and try to improve improve positions they feel like they need to improve. Um, I don't think so it needs it is, to be improved, but obviously Lane does. Well, and, and in terms of Lane being a quarterback developer, this is the kind of perfect uh, controlled experiment to judge that, right? Because Jackson Dart – okay, so Spencer Sanders last season completed 57% of his passes, 2,600 yards, mm-hmm. 17 touchdowns, 9 picks. Jackson Dart, 60 – Two percent of his passes, so five percent higher, two hundred ninety yards, so three hundred more, twenty touchdowns, and eleven picks, so three more touchdowns, two more picks, and so six hundred and six hundred fourteen rush yards too. He was a hell of a oh, runner. Wow, six fourteen rush, six hundred fourteen rush yards, four point eight yards so per guess, carry, and a touchdown on the ground. So the reason why I call this a controlled experiment is that basically Lane is saying yes, Sanders did not put up the numbers that my guy did. But I believe his raw potential is such that combined with my coaching, he will be even better than my guy mm. was last year. And I'm going to mm. be fascinated to see if if Lane can actually pull that off. I'm just going back. So you, you just gave Spencer Sanders stats from, from last year. The year before, Spencer Sanders, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Um, year before that, Spencer Sanders uh 14 touchdowns eight interceptions like i just don't know like what what has he shown you in his career that oklahoma state that gives you confidence that because he didn't get better like there was not this giant rise of like okay spencer sanders is here now and then all of a sudden in two years he's up here and you're like okay well there's you know maybe there's even a little bit more juice to be had he's proven in three years who he is you know what you're getting you're getting an average quarterback you're getting a quarterback with a long delivery. You're getting a quarterback that at times has been very turnover prone. Like, it's not a sexy get to me. Like, it's not. Like, Spencer Sanders is a guy that if you don't have a quarterback, you get because he's experienced. 
not yeah. a place where you have a returning starting quarterback, another young quarterback in Walker Howard coming in that you think has potential to then come in there and compete. He's literally on his last leg, a guy that to me is came back this year because he knows he's not going to get drafted. Like that's the player you're getting right now. And I don't want to turn this into a, a, a bash Spencer Sanders segment, but he's average. He's average, man. Like he does to me, he does not improve your team. He does bringing in Spencer Sanders does not take your team to another level. Lane Kiffin at all. So, so and, you're saying, and you're saying Spencer Sanders, more like Spencer Blanders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How about mm -hmm. this? Just Spencer Blanders, Jackson fart, Walker coward, all competing at old piss for the quarterback's job. Let's see. Let's see who ends mm. up winning. See who ends up winning. Guess what? It won't matter. Because what's, what's, they're going to go What's, what's their schedule next year? What's their schedule next year? Can he do the, uh, the famous uh, Lane Kiffin uh, quarterback carousel for the first few games of the season and just give everyone a start? Well, they, they can. So their first game is Mercer, Tulane, Georgia Tech. So you know what Lane's going to do? Spencer, you're going to get Mercer. Dart, you get Tulane. And, um, you know, Young Buck, you get Georgia Tech. And then whoever wins that, you have one game to start. And then after that, you get to go on the road to Alabama, then face LSU. Good luck. <laughs> like, like what are we doing here? I know you joke and you make fun of me because I'm like, I'm a prima donna quarterback. But, like, yeah. it is a different position. You know it is. Like, you, you oh, not shit. just – I'm not an offensive lineman just blocking the dude in front of me. I have to know protections. I have to know route concepts. I have to know defenses. I have to have the timing with my receivers and running backs. I have to have the communication with the offensive line. There's a lot more that goes into it, T-Bob, than blocking the dude oh, in front of you. Wow, I love man. my big boys blocking up front. Blocking but like, in front but like, I mean, you you're know, talking I about us like reps. we're defensive linemen. You're talking about us like we're defensive linemen, okay? And it's offensive, it's okay? There's a dude standing in front of you. Just don't let him touch me. Just well, guess what? Sometimes way. I'm only supposed to block half that dude, okay? And then I got to get to another dude. And sometimes I got to block back and not even hit that dude and block this other dude. And sometimes uh, I got to pull and block this dude. Or I got to be aware when they're running a gut cross that I got to take the first guy across my face and the second one for back. Look, there's a lot. I got to pin Polly. Get the fuck out of here. We're not D-lining. There's okay? like it's four not things. Those are four things <laughs> you have to worry about. Four. <laughs> Just fucking block them. Uh, <laughs> okay okay it, yes i mean your, your your point does stand uh well it's so not we as easy more as reps. it is not yes, as hard we need more reps. quarterback uh well there's not going to be enough reps to give out now for fart coward no. or uh blanders so we'll see how it works out shout out lane kiffin though again i want to be clear this is not a like, like aaron was exactly right this was not a this is not a lane or old miss problem this is good for them throw a ton of guys against the wall and see who sticks. I think it is but a problem. It is, well, because, well, but I mean, I don't know what, if, I don't want to go too hard because what if we're wrong and they really have an open competition and they just start Jackson Dart because he wins it and they're just bringing guys in to push him. Like they're only wrong I, if I they've already made a predetermined decision. Like if they've already made a predetermined decision where absolutely Sanders is starting, that's when I think it's wrong. If it's all been smoke and mirrors and they've been lying to these kids and it's going to be an open competition like it should be, then I actually don't kind of hate that. It's a little greasy. It's a little it's greasy, but Spencer it leads then. to a really great quarterback room. I think it's I think it's it's silly with Spencer. And we say this about, you know, JT Daniels, who's, you know, been across the country back and forth. 
you know, he had one opportunity to go somewhere where he knew he could start. Like, why would you risk as a quarterback going to a place where a returning starter, starting quarterback is coming back who had a better statistical season than you did at your university? Yeah. Guy knows the playbook, know knows the roster, has the respect in the locker room. Why would you right. risk it unless you knew con for concrete from, from Lane Kiffin that this is your job to lose? Yeah, no, I mean, look, I time will tell. Time will tell. Time will yeah, tell. We'll we'll tell. we'll see where it ends up. It's it's odd on multiple fronts, though. Uh, outside looking in, though, again, if handled correctly, it's still a win for Ole Miss because whoever emerges from that competitive competition should be good. Like whether it's Dart, Sanders, Howard, whoever, like whoever wins that battle should be good because we think that's three pretty quality guys going toe to toe. <laughs> see, yeah. Uh, Dart Janus says, uh, competition breeds ex I said pretty quality. Okay. Uh, competition breeds excellence. That's what George is literally founded on. That's what, uh, so what's wrong with Ole Miss doing it? Well, I don't know. Aaron just told you he doesn't want competition at that quarterback position. What helps Stetson take his game to another level this year? Because I've talked about this with Stetson. And sorry. Oh, oh because no, he yeah. actually had the coach's backing, you're saying. Well, he had the coach's backing, and he had the entire spring, summer, and fall campus QB1 to actually get yeah. ready for a season. Like year one to year two is massive jump, especially when you're in the same offense. There's a there's another level of comfort with being on the same page with the offensive coordinator, seeing eye to eye what they want to call, what you want to execute as a quarterback, the timing and trust with the offensive line, running backs, receivers. There's once again, there's a lot that goes into playing the position. And you that's why you always see guys statistically take a massive step, usually from year one to year two. And you saw that from Stetson this year because for the first time in his career, he actually was given the opportunity to be the starter in the offseason. And then you saw a very confident quarterback mm. go out there and lead a team to an undefeated season. Jackson Dart last year was not given the keys to the car. He had a battle with Luke Altmaier, even splitting up games to start the season to see who would eventually huh. be the quarterback for the rest of the year. So – now give him that full opportunity like Stetson got that full opportunity for an entire offseason and see what he can do. So I disagree. Like, yeah, competition's great when you don't already have a guy that you think is, is good enough. So all this is telling me is Lane doesn't think that he's good enough to be the starter or he would not have been bringing in guys to essentially steal reps away from the guy that he wants to truly be the starting quarterback in 2023. We solved it. We solved it then. So competition breeds excellence until you have your guy – and then yes. you just then give him all the reps. Yes. Yeah, and then it hinders it. Huh, that's pretty interesting, man. Give it to him all. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU. Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting edge tech products, are pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. 
JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, your new favorite college football podcast here on The Volume Reminding you to bet the NFL playoffs with FanDuel, where every play is a rush. That's right. This weekend, FanDuel is giving all customers a no-sweat, same-game parlay during the divisional round. So, it does not matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you're like me and you've already had an account. You will get free bets back if your NFL same-game parlay does not win. Check this out. I've put one together that I'm calling jagging off because we're going to win big with Dougie P, T-Law, and the Jags. First things first, Trevor Lawrence over 250 and a half pass yards. Christian Kirk over 67 and a half receiving yards. The Jaguars plus the eight and a half against the Chiefs. And then, boys, girls, I can feel it in my plums. Trevor Lawrence, any time touchdown winner. So you take that little free $10 no sweat same game parlay that you get or however much you want to do your no sweat bet on, uh, a $10 bet when you won 68. That's right, plus 1,600 odds, my friends. Uh, and look, if you think that I'm an idiot, well, that's completely fair. I don't, I don't you know, I don't disagree with you necessarily. Uh, you can even ride with thousands of other fans. You can bet popular same game parlays that are literally already made for you. You just click the button. So if you're new to FanDuel, make sure you join with the promo code SNAPS. That's promo code SNAPS. See for yourself why it's America's number one sportsbook. And if you already have FanDuel, you can start building your no sweat same game parlay today. So let's make every moment more with FanDuel official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Andy J asks anything to the Munkin to Tampa Bay rumors. Ooh, have you seen any of these, Aaron? I've not come across these yet in my internet travels. How are you feeling about it? Cause we, we've called Munkin the final piece. He was in Tampa before that led to the, uh, yeah, but I'm saying, yeah. but how do you feel about it? Because we've called Munkin the final piece of the puzzle that led to these two national championships. 
Uh, obviously don't love it. Munkin's a beast. But they got some good dudes on staff, like Bobo's on staff, McClendon's on staff, guys that have coordinated, called plays in the SEC. Um, it would take a step back. Munkin's, I love Bobo, but Munkin to me is, is, is I think he's the best OC in college football. I really Georgia do. Georgia loves Bobo. He's a beast. Georgia loves Bobo. Georgia, yeah, I, I love Bobo. Been. I love Bobo, I but I wouldn't be surprised either. You know how I feel yes. about college coaching. Being a college quarterback coach sucks. Our college coach sucks. Yeah. If I did, if I had a chance uh, to go to the NFL, and especially go to Tampa, sunny weather, live on the water, hell yeah, I'm at, I'm I'm deuces. I got my two natties. I'm out of here. Uh, Greg Morris says I have blood stains in my underwear. Okay, Greg, couple things I can help you with there. First off, don't panic. Um, it could be just slight little hemorrhoids flare up. Maybe grab some preparation H. Uh, also, maybe just get a little toilet paper, ball it up, just kind of jam it between your cheeks, and then you know what, you're good. You're kind of have a little lining. Uh, between your 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 hole and your underwear there, and that should you know most likely take care of the problem. Um, let's talk about some of the top new assistant changes of the college football offseason. Dabba, Dabba, Dabo. We don't need to spend too much time here because we've already talked about it, but Dabo Swinney got off of my college football shameless, or I don't know if I made it official, but like right after we did it, this news was announced, and I'm taking him off of the college football shit list as Dabo Sweeney probably has the best hire of the college football offseason yeah. thus far. As in case you missed it, Clemson fires Brandon Streeter, their OC, who it's a big move for Dabo, not just uh, symbolic. It's a big move symbolic. Streeter's a guy who, who played at Clemson. He was an internal hire. Dabo was an internal hire back then. He loves internal hires. He fired his guy to go get the sexy name, Garrett Riley, out of TCU. Linga Riley's brother, uh, OC at TCU, the guy that everybody had their eye on. You know, Alabama, all these other rumors swirling. It's Clemson who ends up with his uh, with him in the end. So not just a good hire objectively, but also at a time when Dabo needs to show that he is willing to change with the times and he is willing to do what it takes to stay competitive. Uh, this is as sure of a sign as you have seen as a Clemson Tiger fan. Uh, that he, that that he's about it. That he's about it, and, and and I think Clemson needed Clemson fans needed a little bit of that reassurance because they had gotten used to occupying the elite of the elite. And while these last few years have no, by no means been awful, um, they have been bad relative to what Clemson was just a little while ago. And this is Dabo saying, "Okay, I got a great quarterback in Klubnik. I want to get back there." Uh, Aaron, with what you saw at Klubnik. Is he that elite quarterback? Like, like is it, because a lot of Clemson fans have told me, like, you know, you, you got a Lamborghini, you got to pair it with a badass driver. I never thought of Club Nick as a Lamborghini, but that's why I'm relying no. on you as our quarterback expert. Ah, uh, I warned people last year when 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 you know you benched uh, DJ, who you know I was. I'm not defending DJ as some all ACC quarterback here, but. To me, was you know, Klubnik was not ready to take over, and 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 he was a freshman, but you could even see the way he played was very, very green, and a lot to, a lot needed to be done. And I think talent-wise, he's he's good, not great. Uh, obviously, it's it's hard to judge someone off just a few games, but I don't know. I just overall was not very impressed, to be honest with him. But I hate to okay. judge a quarterback who's only a freshman. Like once again, like does he take a big jump in year two? If you're a Clemson fan, you're kind of betting on that. But based on what I see. I didn't really see a very solid foundation that gets me excited about what he can be next year. But 
you bring in a new OC, a great OC, maybe help elevate his game, put him in better situations. Who knows? I do think at the end of the day that the big thing to me for Clemson these these past couple of years has less to do with the quarterback, and that's part of it, but with more with the, the surrounding talent. Clemson hasn't been elite at running back. Clemson hasn't been elite at receiver. And when Clemson was rolling on offense for the past seven years when they were fighting for championships, they had first-round running backs and receivers like every year, along with yeah, great quarterback yeah. play. And, and DJ yeah. didn't really have that elite receiver on the outside. And he had a good running back. Uh, I wouldn't say like an NFL type running back, maybe the next, you know, Hester. Uh, but like it, it, that, that's, that's who they were. There wasn't that, that, that dynamic playmaking ability. So I think they're going to need some help in that area too, to help club Nick out. So yeah, I'm agree. Like, like that's the number one hire. I do like his replacement though at TCU, Kendall Bryles. Uh, it's been an offense yeah. at Arkansas. That's just been uh top half of the sec when it comes to offensive production. And that's, a really good SEC as we've seen for the past couple of years when it comes to offenses. So he's done a hell of a job with KJ. They run the ball extremely well. You know, when they had their top receiver last year, I thought it was a very dynamic offense. So I think that's a big get for them to replace their OC with another very good OC. Uh, I, I know you and I both disagree on this point. Like I, I kind of, I don't really see why Kendall left Arkansas to go to TCU. I, I think Arkansas's, a better spot to be at than TCU. It's not a better job. I don't. I don't know. I we had this conversation job. on AMP, which is what I think it's a better job. Aaron is. It's a better uh, job. Re re referencing here, but um, no, I, you can say it again. Say it again. Say it again. I, see if it changes. Ar I would. Say, if I'm Kendall Bryles, I'm saying Arkansas. Shit changes. I'm saying Arkansas. Ain't shit changed. I'm That's saying what I'm saying. Arkansas. Hey, you can be wrong. No matter how many times you're wrong, don't make you right. Okay. No matter how many times you say the wrong thing, doesn't suddenly make it right. 12 no's and one yes, it's probably still no. Um, no, look, I I, 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 I don't see it, man. I, I see Arkansas team that you're, you're just constantly fighting uphill. You're constantly fighting uphill. I don't think that's the case with TCU uh, in the Big 12 uh, right now. And, and, and granted, maybe there is a um, – who said it here? Jimbo Slice Bread in the chat said, TCU gives me a flavor of the week vibe and that some of these decisions will be regretted soon because they've also done very well in the transfer portal. But I don't know, like at a certain point, we have to accept that, no, TCU um, is a consistent Big 12 power. And I think that's what they're they're going to be for the next few years. And when you were talking about path to a championship, coaching teams that you feel will be on a more relatively equal playing field, uh, I feel like TCU and the Big 12 is a better job than what you're what 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 you're constantly having to deal with at Arkansas? Like like I, I just feel like at Arkansas you're you 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 feel as if you're working as hard as you can, just trying to keep your head above water. And at the end of the year, if you go eight and four, that's an excellent season. Whereas at TCU, like now, especially now, um, you are and especially once Texas and Oklahoma leave, you are looking at like consistently. You would think at least competing for the Big 12 championship and or a playoff spot. And I don't think eight and four out of the SEC gets even one of those 12 playoff spots. I'm just looking at, I mean, the past three years and take out, I mean, take out this past run for TCU because it was a magical season. Arkansas has been the better team leading up to this season. Yes, They've had no better records no than TCU. Yes. And, sure. and, and I think Sam Pittman does – does bring in a level of consistency that I think you're going to see at Arkansas. Like, are they going to 
compete to win an SEC championship. No, but I do think that there is a pride standpoint about coaching in this league that you know that you are going against the best every single year, that you are going against uh, the best coaches and the best players and that excitement, that drive that you want to be a competitor week in and week out. Like to me, it's not about the the, the easiest path or the, the the path of least resistance. It's about being part of something that's the best. I want to be in the best. I want to be in the NFL. I want to be um, in, in, in the major league baseball. I don't want to be in the minor leagues. And, and what do we view the SEC as? We view the SEC as the major leagues and we view the other leagues as, you know, essentially the minor leagues. Like I want to play where the big boys play. And there's a sense of pride that goes along with that too. Like that, don't talk shit. Yeah. You want to be in the playoffs. Texas, the Oklahoma best that only, that only separates the two conferences, in my opinion, there's, there's, oh, no. there's going to they're be the losing, boys. they're losing the team that went six and seven and eight and five. What are we ever going to do? One bad year for Oklahoma and you, you throw them in the dumpster. There's the yeah, Big Ten, sucks, SEC, and Big Ten, and there's a massive gap to the next level. Why do I want to be in this bottom tier league when I can be in the Premier League? Well, probably because what we're not talking about is you're probably getting paid more. <laughs> TCU has yeah. a lot of money. That's the only reason. That's the reason. They're probably the paying reason. you <laughs> at the end of the day for all this talk. Yes. I mean, we, we can have money, subjective money, money debates rules. about who's better. But I believe that TCU is a private school, meaning I don't think they ever have to disclose what they paid him. But, yeah, Browse probably getting paid yeah. more. Now, to your point, um, I think that Arkansas and Sam Pittman really recovered nicely from this uh, going and so they lose Kendall Bryles, which is a big get for t TCU. Like I said, better job. And then, uh, but they bring in Dan Enos. Um, Dan Enos is a guy who, you know, you, you hear the name, you're like, I think I know who Dan Enos is. He starts to read you like, oh yeah, absolutely, dude. He was at Arkansas before 2015 through 2017 and 15 and 16, the offenses were awesome. Uh, put up two of the top 10 years in school history what i found to be very impressive what i did not realize is after it fell apart um kind of due to injury is what i've heard some arkansas players claiming and that they really like the enos hire like former arkansas players is that what, what kind of got him fired there in the first place were the injuries and everything but in the interim he had a stop at alabama where he really helped to develop jalen hurts but more importantly the last two years he's been the oc and quarterback coach at maryland and Maryland's offense has been awesome. Maryland's won a lot of games, like 15 games. They won two bowl games. Talia Tonga-Valoa has been fantastic. Like, like, he gave Michigan all they wanted this year. So it's like, okay, that seems to be a premier offensive mind. You team him up with K.J. Jefferson. As you said earlier, Aaron, maybe the best returning quarterback, uh, arguably, in the SEC. And I think it's like the Sam Pittman experiment to continue to work, he is to avoid – what got Coach O in trouble. And outside of the off-the-field stuff and a love of um, busty blondes, what Sam Pittman has to avoid is uh, he has to make good coordinator hires because that's how he, he is the CEO figurehead and he has to have elite coordinators underneath him. I think Dan Enos checks that box for him after losing yeah. a really good well, running. He's proven that, well, and I think the one thing that, we, we, that makes me appreciate Sam Pittman more than anything is – his his ability to realize that and humble himself i mean he did his first like he said it like i need to bring in elite guys and he did that with his first hire when he took over the job at arkansas like he's not afraid to say hey man i will run the ship i'll be the ceo i'll deal with all the day-to-day -day stuff i need to bring in guys with experience whether you know i mean barry Owen was a, a former head coach i don't care i'm i'm secure in my spot i'm not worried about you taking over i don't care that you have a big personality both of you 
you guys do your thing. I'll yeah. I'll let you guys run off as a defense. And like I said, I'll do my thing. So I do think I do respect him in that sense. Like a lot of guys can't do that. I mean, Jimbo is finally doing it at AM, but a lot of coaches want complete control. And they don't want to hire big personalities that may overstep their boundaries. And and Sam Pittman's not that guy. What is best for the team? Okay, boom. Do we have the money to pay for him? Okay, great. Let's go make it happen. That's the type of coach that Sam Pittman is. And that's what gives me confidence that they can stay in this consistency seven to nine wins, which for Arkansas is a great place to be. Okay. Well, um, I'll be very interested to see if I'm wrong. I got, you know, I, uh, I feel like Arkansas is kind of doomed to remain five through seven in the SEC West. Somebody's got to be at the bottom, right? I mean, do you think A&M is going to stay bad? Mississippi State's interesting. I think Mississippi State could go either way. I could see Mississippi State cratering. Uh, There's a lot of change, a lot of new. I could see Mississippi State cratering. Yep. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I could definitely see that potentially. Ole Miss, I don't see cratering. Um, Ole Miss, I think, has more Auburn has a lot of work to do. I think Arkansas is going to be in the middle of the I pack. Think, I think Arkansas is going to be in the middle of I think Auburn's going to have, have a good turnaround next year, potentially under freeze. They have a quarterback. But, uh, we'll they, they dropped the ball with getting Spencer Sanders because they needed an average quarterback to be competitive next year. And they they, they should have got Howard, dude. Um, no, I'm not. I'm All not right. Um, uh, so there's a couple more that we could have gotten to, but we can always save them for later, right? I mean, Pete and Ole Miss is probably its own conversation because that ties in with what is saving Bill O'Brien going to the Patriots. Yeah, Bill O'Brien going to go to the Patriots. Does uh, Cliff Kingsbury come back from Thailand to coach Bama? Does Jim Leonard go to Bama? I certainly hope not. That'd be fucking awful. Does Glenn Schumann, your boy? 32 years old, Bama grad, four-year GA under Saban. Does he go to – why are you saying no? Everything what I just said makes perfect sense for Glenn Schumann to leave. Why lateral lateral move? Why lateral move? Because you would go from being co-defensive coordinator to defensive coordinator. He's the D.C. Under Nick Saban. At the school where you you graduated from. He went to Alabama to learn at the feet of Nick Saban. What do you mean why would he go there? He's seen the light. Uh, He's seen yeah. the superiority yeah. of, of, of Athens compared to Tuscaloosa and says, you know what? Life is Superiority? Good Life is very good. Yeah, I completely Superority. butchered that word. Superiority. I tried to like yeah, drown it out towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tried to like yeah, drown yeah, it yeah. out, hoping you would hear it at the end. I'm like, I don't know. Oh man, a lot of people are talking about floating a river. I haven't floated a river in years. How much fun would it be if we could do a live snaps mm. while floating a river? Just drinking beers with a computer and headsets on. That'd be sick. All right, look. I think uh, we need a golf trip. We need a boys golf trip. That's what we need. Yeah, we do need a boys golf trip. I agree. You should get your ass to Mobile here in a couple weeks, Aaron. Come on down. I'll I'm going to be doing. Bahamas, boy. Wow. I'm going to be doing uh, snaps live from Lad People Stadium at the Senior Bowl. That's right, boys. On site, snaps on, on the beach in the Bahamas. <laughs> I'm going to Disney in a month. I can't wait. All right, uh, hey, hook it up, Mr. ESPN boy. Come on, where are you at? Um, we love y'all. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here every day. Whether you're hanging out in the YouTube chat at the volume, uh, YouTube.com/slash the volume. Go ahead and like and subscribe if you're there, please. Uh, if you're listening on podcasts, Apple, Spotify, it doesn't matter, rate and review it. It's a great free way to help out the pod if you enjoy it, obviously, right? And um, 
Yes, sign up for the FanDuel Sportsbook app, promo code SNAPS. Thank you, Aaron Murray. Huge thank you to our wonderful uh, group here, The Volume, Ryan Brumley, Paul Farrington, Pat Gunner, Danny Carnez, and again, all the listeners, we love you so much. We'll see you later, and you all have a great day. Uh, We'll see you Monday, right, Brum? Correct, Man, these extended... Sorry, these extended weekends kind of bum me out. Um, You all have a great weekend. I'm going to miss y'all. We'll see you on Monday on a brand new episode of SNAPS. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your 5-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that. And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.